0: downtown and we are so excited that uh, you are joining us here in our living room from your living room or wherever you're at um, that you can can join us uh, in this unique and interesting time that we're we're living in Um, and this is a little different for for all of us uh, but we hope that it will be a, a rich time that we can, can join together, and um, I've got Chris and Tessa Braddy here. Uh, they're gonna lead us in some worship in a little bit, a little bit more worship. Um, and uh, but first, I just wanted to uh, say my name is Chris Parrish. Also, um, I'm the one of the teaching pastors down here at Rimrock Downtown, um, and I get to kind of lead you guys through this time tonight. Um, and so here's what we would hope this time could be like. For you and for us that we would love to just invite you into our living room and into this time where we can pray together into this time where we can worship together and get into God's Word um, and and even have discussion around God's Word together and and so we're gonna we're gonna lean into this time together um, and and so Uh, If you are wherever you're watching from, whoever you're watching with, whether it be your family or your friends, um, or maybe you're watching it at home by yourself, um, you know, I would ask you to to just engage and to find ways to engage with each other. Um, We're going to have some time where you can have some discussion questions to talk with whoever you're with uh, there. Um, even if you're on Facebook watching live, which you can uh, go on Facebook and watch us live uh, at this feed um, You could throw a comment in the comment section um, and and share just what what your thoughts and what God's Doing in your heart through this time and through this season of life right now and so we ask that that you just kind of lean into community right now and uh, and so um, we're going to, uh, like I said, just um, enter into some worship right now and and, and Chris and Tess are going to lead us in a song. Um, if you're on the, the website, you can see the lyrics. If you want to look at the lyrics as, as they're singing along, um, they're below the, the video screen there. You can either click a link to pull them up or they're just listed down below. Um, and also, this is new for us. This technology that, of live streaming—that um, if your live stream kind of buffers or gets slow or stops or anything—just um, refresh your page and jump back in with us. Um, and so we hope that everything uh, is working well. Uh, but we're gonna jump into this this time of worship. So thanks for joining me, uh, joining us in this time, and. Uh, and so let's just all pray, and, and we can start, start worshiping. God, you are good, you are constant, you are faithful, and we want to just bring our hearts to you, Lord, in this time, and we want to turn our eyes to you, turn our hearts to you, turn our minds to you, and we want to lift up your name, um, God, God. We want to lift up your promises. We want to lift up your truth. And we want to do that through song right now. We want to do that through your word. And through um, just having time with each other uh, in this time. So thank you, Lord, for for allowing us to meet together in this way. And and thank you for the ability to uh, never stop just worshiping you. And so we pray and lift this time up in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: my heart.
0: Good, to hear God's truth through those words that His grace holds us, um, I'm gonna invite Evan and Ben to just join me um, right now as we uh, dive into God's Word and, and hear more of His truth and His promises. Uh, thanks, guys, for being here uh, tonight. And uh, I just encourage you guys, all, all of hey us, guys. to... <laughs> yeah, say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. Great to be with you. Awesome. Um, and I encourage everybody at home uh, to grab a Bible, um, whether it be an actual Bible or your phone or whatever it is um, that you're not watching this on, um, and, and, and dive into some of the passages and the verses that we'll be looking at tonight. Um, and so... How you guys doing? I'm good.
2: My seat is really
0: warm. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> nice. Um, well, here we are. <laughs> We're here. Um, wow, what a week! What a week! What a week! It's incredible. It's been a crazy, and honestly, it's been surreal mm-hmm. a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I've found myself time and time again this last week just. Uh, every once in a while just kind of stopping in my foot tracks and like being like what what's going on like this is weird right it's like it's like we're stuck in a dream yeah exactly like the moment i feel like things are a little bit normal then i get like hit by a two by four like things aren't normal like it's
3: these surreal realizations that uh man this is bizarre and Although I got to say today, it was really cool driving around Rapid City and seeing everyone outside and just enjoying the, the beautiful yes. weather, that was, that was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of uh, refreshing to yeah.
0: get these days it where is. we can get outside in the fresh air is. Um, and interact six feet away from each other. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, these, um, I, I just find these surreal realizations of, of this different kind of new reality that we're all living right now and uh, the reality of I mean if you told me two weeks ago that uh, we would be homeschooling our kids I'd say you're crazy you know and uh, really my wife homeschools my kids but um, and if you know going to the grocery store and seeing the the shelves just empty uh, these are just moments where I'm just like it's surreal and just seeing across the country you know that uh, people are working from home Every, everyone, right. yeah. you know, and um, you know, it's a little different than maybe a natural disaster where it's isolated to one location and you can kind of see from afar and, and kind of empathize with people. But to see this happening, that we're all kind of in this together, it's it's uh, it's interesting It is, you know, and uh, and it poses lots of challenges lots of obstacles that we all have had to face and we all have had to uh, kind of overcome obstacles this week and and we're faced with with different challenges Um, I'd love to just ask you guys what uh, what has been the greatest challenge or obstacle
3: in this past week that you guys have had to overcome Well, besides not finding toilet paper (laughs) I've had a few challenges (laughs) well I think I think like so many of you out there I think you know, our family is just adjusting to a new normal. I mean my my wife's trying to figure out how to homeschool now with our, our kids at home and uh, finding new things for them to do and so and and just those anxious thoughts you know of what's what's gonna happen with uh, a lot of different things with our family or, or just uh, different things that are happening uh, for us and others that we love but probably the biggest challenge I've had as a pastor is usually in a crisis people come together and we seek God together. And I think for me personally, the the hardest decision this week was was doing this uh, over the internet versus being together and just realizing that, uh, you know, we need to seek God just as intensely as we would in any kind of crisis, but we just can't do it as close as we normally should or would. Um, So that's probably been a big challenge for me. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would say, uh, I keep hearing this, similar word over and over again <clears> that we are in like unparalleled yeah. times mm-hmm. and this is brand new there's been nothing like it before yeah. um, and because of that um, i am unable to stay present mm-hmm. so i find myself continually going to the unknown of the future yeah. um, because i've never gone through anything like this before and the future is completely undetermined and i often find myself just floating around in this nebulous of like despair and gloom Mm -hmm. and very much missing out on like getting to spend so much more time with my son um, or the beauty of the sun or whatever. It's just like my mind just transports me to a time that doesn't even exist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can resonate with, with that idea and, um, and that challenge for me as well of being present and knowing really how to navigate of, um, you know, just this tension of, I I think for me, the greatest challenge in my just maybe internally in my head of this tension between, you know, how do we approach this without, you know, like with being cautious and being smart and being wise, yet, um, not being paranoid and not living in fear and not, um, you know, what's that balance and and how do you hold that tension, um, and I think that you know, in our in our house uh, with with kids home and, and schooling, like I mentioned before, schooling them, um, and uh, and just a different dynamic with um, you know my wife uh, struggling. Maybe she's struggling with the kids, and instead of me being across town at work, I'm 10 feet away, and and, uh, and it's just this this tension of like. <laughs> I'm working, but I feel guilty, you know, like that kind of stuff, and it's been a challenge, you know. We've had to talk through those things and really work through, like, um, I communicate. I think it's opened up lots of communication um, with us in our in our own household, um, and so these are our challenges that we're all facing, obstacles that we're overcoming, and um, and it's it's cool that uh, that we um, can 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 overcome. You know, and we, we looked to Jesus to overcome these. And one obstacle that we've kind of, you know, addressed right here is that we've been faced with this, this different way of being in community, you know, this different way of connecting together as a church and doing church, right? And so we've we've kind of adapted and overcome that way, but uh, it's it's different. Uh, than we've ever done it before but, but the good news is that uh, we can still be the church and that though large group gatherings can be cancelled, community isn't cancelled, you know, relationships aren't cancelled you know, um, God's faithfulness is not cancelled and, um, and that power of just um, what we can as, as, um, as people uh, to come together and overcome these things um, is, is awesome that we can still be the church and I want to encourage us all uh, Tonight that we would still hold on to that that we would still hold on to that We are the church whether we can meet in groups of 200 or groups of two that we are still the church and as Rimrock um, we hold the, this mission in Rimrock that we want to be a community being transformed by Jesus and in this time more than ever I want to hold that mission up and I want to hold the mission of being in community being transformed by Jesus up right now and so really in that mission we see three components of one being in community that in this unique and in this challenging time that we are going to lean in that we are going to walk through this together that we're not yeah we have social isolation but we are not in the isolation that we can do this together and we can stay connected you know and and so I, I want to encourage us to know that we are together in this that we are connected we're in community and number two like the second part is just being transformed and I think that in this time that God has something to show all of us something very powerful and very unique To show us in this time and whatever we're going through wherever we're at in life um, whatever is going on with our finances whatever is going on with our home life whatever is going on with our health right now that God has something to show us he has something to speak individually to our hearts and I just pray that this would be a time where we would allow God to transform us mm-hmm. to transform our hearts yeah. to transform our minds through this situation, yeah. and we would open ourselves up to that and, yeah. you know. I really like that word allow yeah it's right a choice it is a choice, and we we can either take this time and we can we can shut down right. and we can shut off and we can close off God right. and the spirit and his voice in our life, or we can open up mm-hmm. and allow mm-hmm. him to, to speak to us, allow our ears to hear mm-hmm. Him, you know? That's really good. And so, being transformed by Jesus, that's the third component and probably the most important
3: it's, it's, it's component. The, it's got to be the focus because he's,
0: he's the he, one that does the transform. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And that He is the one that transforms. And He's the, because He's the only one that has conquered death. Yeah. In this time where we're faced
3: with sickness, that leads to death, that he's the only one that has conquered that. And I think that the, the reality of, I mean, we know death's out there, but now it's, it's real. Like, right. We're, we're, we're realizing how how, rea- how real death yes. is. But the fact that Jesus overcame death mm-hmm. is good news. Yeah. <laughs> the resurrection. And he overcame it for By us death. so that we can overcome. I remember
0: Paul's words of, oh, death, where is your sting? Where is your victory? no way because of Jesus that he has overcome that he has overcome the world yeah. think of John 16:33 that in this world you'll have trouble right. in this world you'll have disease in this world you will uh, the the market will crash yeah. in this world right. things will happen but take heart I have overcome the world it's a beautiful wow it's good, man. It's you beautiful, know man. It's beautiful. and then that he is the only one that offers true peace. Mm-hmm. That in these times, he offers peace. Mm-hmm. And I want us to look to that and hold on to that mm-hmm. and grab onto that. And, and I know that there are people in, in circumstances right now where peace is unattainable, it seems. But God offers a peace that goes beyond our understanding, mm-hmm. you know. And, and he offers that peace. And we need to, to look to him in the, this time to, to overcome our fear, uh, to, to overcome the world, and to have true peace. And, and this, this leads me into the passage that I really want to look into tonight. This passage comes from Psalms, and it's Psalms 121. And if you have your Bibles, just open up to Psalm 121 with us. Um, and this is a psalm that I, I would describe this psalm as a psalm of intentionality. That, um, that we see, uh, this is a psalm of choosing to worship God. Choosing to worship him and remember his promises. Remember his faithfulness. Uh, especially in times of trials uh, and times of, of hardship. And this is a psalm of David. And I mean, David's life was full of trials. And, and especially like in this time, he was, he, there, he, his life was always sought after. And he was going through trial after trial after trial. And so we see David in the midst of hardship penning these words to God for himself for others and, and for us today. Yeah, that's amazing. And and so we see his life and we see him choosing to worship God in these times. And so I'm going to have Evan, um, the words to, to the psalm are, uh, are going to be up, uh, they're going to pop up for you guys, but I encourage you to follow along in your Bible, but Evan's going to read and then we're going to dive in uh, and really look at it. Psalms 121.
2: I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore.
0: I love this song. Yeah, me too. It's awesome. And I've been just kind of meditating on the psalm all week. And this psalm, we could just read it and, and it preaches for itself, you know. Um, and it, it, I could just stop now. But I won't. I could also preach on this for hours, you know, but I won't. Uh, um, But I I love this psalm because, like I said, it it shows David um, doing just several things to just stop and and to choose to worship God. And really we see um, right off the bat... I love the first line out of the shoot of this song. He says, I lift my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come from? And and what I see here, you guys, uh, is that David stops and he asks the honest questions. He asks himself an honest question of where are my eyes right now? (laughs) What are my eyes focused on? right now? Are, are they focused on the things of, of this world? Are they focused on my bank account, on my 401k? Are they focused on my security in, in my job? Are they focused on my family and, and trying to hold it together? Uh, are they focused on control? Um, what are they focused on and he is willing to lean into that and ask that real honest question that I think that all of us need to ask right now like today that where or who am I looking to for help where or who am I looking to for security Mm -hmm. and even significance Mm -hmm. I think of, of how much of our significance can come from relationships and interacting with each other, especially as pastors, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you were saying, I know. Like as a pastor, you know, we are, are constantly interacting with people and ministering to people, and sometimes, I'm just going to be honest, sometimes our significance can come from that. That's right. right. And, and who knows where uh, where our significance is coming from right now? But hey, let's stop and ask the honest question like David did and these are times like this week is is a time of really revealing and exposing our hearts right now and it's really a time where where it can really shed a light on on where what we're worshipping and who we're worshipping and so uh, you know I think of um, it, it reveals the treasures that are that are in our lives, that we're looking to. And I think of um, Jesus' words when he says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures here on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves can break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust can't destroy, where thieves can't break in and steal. For where your treasures is, there, that's where your heart's gonna be also. Where's our heart? Where's our heart tonight? Where's our heart been this week? Where have our eyes been looking to? And, and he looks up to the hills and realizes, you know, that's, that's not, the things of this earth is not where my help comes from. And he jumps into answering this question for himself. Because I think deep in his heart, he knows it. And he just has to remember it. And that's what David does. In, in, in verse 2, he says, My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth, the creator of everything. David remembers that when everything else fails, the creator remains. Yeah. That's good. That the, our maker of everything still remains, that God is our creator and he's also our sustainer. That no matter what, um, tomorrow morning, if we wake up, he's the one that puts the breath in our lungs. You know, He's the one that moves our, the nerves and the muscles in our bodies to, to allow us to even wake up and get up in the morning. Even more so than that, here's a guarantee, you guys. I guarantee you that tomorrow morning the sun will rise. I think about that. That's good. That is where we need to look to for our help, the one that is constant, the one that remains, that one that is faithful every single day, every sunrise, he is faithful. And and I love that you know the Bible says that his mercies are new every day. And he continually sustains us with his mercy and his grace holds us every day and David remembers that this is the God, this is the one that he needs to look to for help and that, and that he will remain. Hebrews 13.8 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. That's a, that's a bold promise. It's a big word, that's forever. A, it is a big <laughs> word and even David uses it here forevermore. From this day and forever, this is who God's going to be. And I love it. Because that's something that I can, that I can uh, put my trust in. If anything, like God's not going to crash. God's not going to fail. God's not going to fall. And, and so David remembers that. And then he does this really cool thing with literally the rest of the passage. He begins once his eyes are on God, once he under-remembers that that's where his help comes from, he's able to fill his life with truth. When our eyes are off God, off of the one who's truly helping us, we begin to fill our lives with lies. The things that come from those, we begin to fill our lives with those lies. But once our eyes get refocused on God, and knowing that He is our sustainer, He is our creator, and He is in control and holds all things together, we can then begin to fill our lives with truth. And I love the truth that He starts filling His life with. That God, He will not let your foot be moved. He is a firm foundation. And He will, I love the verse after that, He who keeps you will not slumber, and behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. God's not gonna fall asleep on the job. You know? He's not falling asleep today. He's not falling asleep this week. He is faithfully being true to who he is. You know? And and so David begins to fill his life with the the fact that God is a firm foundation, that he's not abandoned us. He's not falling asleep on the job. And I love that David used this this term, this either he says he keeps you or he's your keeper six times in the rest of the passage, six times in six verses. He uses this, this term keeps you or he's your keeper. And I, like, I think that alone could just be something to just close your eyes, meditate on, and just rest in. That as you listen to your, your own breath, and take a deep breath, and maybe just right now, I'd love for us to just take one deep breath, right? Just take one deep breath for a couple seconds, Ready? God is our keeper. He keeps us. And he continues to say that he's going to keep us as we go in and as we go out, and he's not going to let his harm happen to us. He says, the Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. Now, I read this, and I found it really interesting, especially in these times especially this week, reading through that and just reflecting on what does it mean that God's going to keep us from evil? Because honestly, there's some terrible stuff going on. And let's just be real. There's people that are getting sick. People that love Jesus are getting sick and even dying. And so what is... What does David mean by this and in my heart I just I really feel like this is what God showed me through this that it's not that like God keeps us and protects us from bad things happening to us because so I think that we all can, uh, can agree that just bad things happen in this fallen world right um, we lose our jobs We a virus breaks out Uh, something happens where bad things do happen. Like I referenced before, Like you will have trouble in this world. Jesus promises. And so what does it mean that he's going to keep us from evil? I think that it really means that, that he ultimately gives us hope and he keeps us and he guards our hearts and he guards our minds from turning to evil from turning to evil thoughts, from turning to evil desires, from turning to evil things that will harm us further, that will ultimately, will, would harm our souls. The, the, the most, uh, the, the more important part of who we are. That he will, if our eyes are on him, if we're trusting in him, he will keep our minds on him. And he will keep us from turning to desperate things in this world. Uh, I don't know. So I guess that's what God was really showing us that, that He would bring us hope and He will lead us to paths of righteousness. You know? That, that's that. Yeah. You lead me to paths of righteousness. You are my shepherd. I shall not want. Right? Even in the valley of the shadow of death. So he admits. It's David again admitting that he's going to go through valleys, but God keeps him? You know, and I think it's important to to realize that bad things are going to happen, but God keeps us from turning to evil in those times.
3: I like that word "keep." It almost sounds like God's taking responsibility for us, <laughs> just like we would take responsibility for our kids. Oh, yeah. He takes responsibility to help us, to keep us, to guard us, to lead us in that path, right? Yeah, oh, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Huh? And so he keeps us and he guards us. Mm-hmm. And I think he guards our minds, he guards our emotions, he guards our will from evil when our eyes are on him. And I think of, of Philippians 4, 6-7. through 7. Do not be anxious about anything. But through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Come before God, you know. Present your needs before Him. Present your situation. Whatever you're going through, bring it to Him. He's telling you to bring it to Him. And Then it says this, that the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus you will guard it it's like it's so similar like you could interchange those words guarding and keeping together I love how the Bible speaks for the Bible you know and and so he's going to guard us as our eyes are on him and he will give us peace and it's that that peace that I was talking about earlier That goes beyond our understanding. Why should we have peace right now? With all the stuff on the news, all the stuff going on in social media, all the stuff that's going on in our immediate lives right now maybe, why should we have peace? It doesn't make sense. But Jesus says, there's a different peace that I'm going to give you. He says, peace, I give you. Peace, I leave with you. Not as the world gives, do I give you. But I give you true peace. And so I want to hold on to that. I want to hold on to to David's words uh, in Psalm 121. And and I want us to really just kind of... um, wrap ourselves in this and say, you know, like, take time ourselves to just really stop and ask the honest questions to remember God's truth and that He is your help and He is your sustainer to remember Him in this and to fill our lives with truth. Amen? Amen. Yeah. So I'd love to just just a little bit and ask you guys um, some questions and these are going to be questions that that I'd love for you guys to engage in too Um, and really with whoever you're with in your living room whether again whether it be your family uh, your friends your kids um, if you're by yourself uh, grab a notebook and just journal your thoughts (coughs) with these questions and really lean in and engage with it Um, maybe even jump on Facebook and leave a comment Of your thoughts and what God's showing you through Psalm 121. Um, And so uh, please uh, really uh, enter into this with us um, from wherever you're at right now. But guys, what what kind of things or circumstances are taking your, your, your guys' eyes off of God and His faithfulness? What kind of things or circumstances tend to take your eyes off of Him? And his faithfulness. That's
3: good. Well, I know. I, I, I like to read, and so it's easy in these kind of times to start reading the news, and you just you're just kind of reading the stories over and over. And I, I found myself doing that the other day, and it's just like, you know what? This is, you know, this isn't helpful anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm Getting my eyes off off of God onto yeah. a circumstance that I have no control or any power over, and so. Um, so I mean as you're talking about where, where do our eyes go and I can easily see my eyes going to the circumstance Yeah, right? and, and I've seen that and even in this week to, yeah. to, tend to
2: do it. Yeah. yeah Yeah, for me because of the circumstance, you know, I also own a small business mm. yeah. um, in the uh, Vacation industry Cabins up by Mount Rushmore that my wife and I you know supply places for people to come on vacation yeah. Hasn't been quite as profitable as it's been the last seven or eight years And because of this, like you mentioned, it's a really exposing time. I've found that I rely on my bank account and I rely on my money. Hmm. I love giving money away. I don't drive nice cars, anything like that. But uh, apparently my heart has become anchored in the security of my bank account. Um, And it's just been flushed out fully in front of me. Um, That's where my heart tends to go. Mm -hmm. Instead of going to God, the one who made the heaven and the earth it's just like my
0: ability to make money for myself to survive for myself Mm. yeah Yeah, i I think for me um you know i I work for ministry to high school kids in young life and a lot of it has been like okay we got to be we got to figure out how to continue to minister Mm -hmm. to young life kids and to uh to help them through this time and to how are we going to do it and doing online virtual meetings in different clubs and different things like that and I think I, I found myself this week I'm so focused on that, that that I forget to ask the honest questions for myself mm-hmm. you know and I forget to, to really look at myself and how I'm doing um, and I try to like, figure it out for everybody else mm-hmm. and, I, and I forget myself yeah. and I forget to turn my eyes on God myself. Um, And so that's just uh, something that I've been kind of wrestling through too. Mm -hmm. So what do we do about this? Well, I think that uh, we can really lean into practical ways to engage with God Mm -hmm. and practical ways that we can really lift our eyes to Him. And I think it's important to not just hear things and go along with our days and maybe even write a couple notes in our notebook and then go along with our, our night and go along with our day. Uh, it's really easy to do that. But um, I would challenge us to really look at, at application. How, how am I actually going to apply this? And look at practical things we can do to turn our eyes to him yeah. and I think there's lots of different ways to do that, um, whether it be through mm-hmm. spiritual disciplines or spiritual practices mm-hmm. or just uh, something that might trigger thinking about God more throughout your day right. um, but what about you guys like how about how about you guys what are some practical tangible ways that that you can lift
3: your eyes yeah. to God this week well this last week I, I have a little bit of a personal story because my thoughts were anxious. I was looking at other things and and I just decided I needed to go into a room, close the door and I opened the Bible to Isaiah chapter 40 and uh, just Beautiful word of, of comfort, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. But as I was reading through that, um, you go through Isaiah 40, you get to this point where it talks about all people are like grass. And I thought, well, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's what's happening right now. You know, people uh, are realizing how temporary this life is. But then it says, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed. And then it talked about God's power and how He is the sovereign one. He comes with power and He rules with a mighty arm. And, I just, I began to weep because I realized, like you said, he's the maker, he's the creator, he's in charge, he's over it all, he's got power, I need to look at him. And so this week God just uh, really uh, ministered to me through his word as I began to open that up. Yeah. That's good. And for me,
2: I kind of mentioned this early on when you asked me that first question of what I've been struggling with, but I've found that if I stay present, then the future the unknown mm. does not enter into my world, yeah. and so it's as simple as hanging out with my kids, mm. like listening to my four-year-old daughter laugh, and building Legos with my son, having conversations with my wife, just being in the midst of the present. Yeah. Um, and good. with that, it reminds me that God has given me far more than money could ever give me. Yeah. Right? the beauty of family, yeah. health, all it's these so cool. different things. Yeah. And I was on a, a bike ride today, which was so crucial for me, just with meditation. Mm. But uh, the story of Moses going before God came to my mind. Mm -hmm. And Moses is asking God, like, what's your name? Who are you? How do Mm -hmm. I describe who you are? And God says, I am who I am. So this idea that I am present. Today is all you will ever have. And I am always in the midst of the day with you. Wow. So that that was like four hours ago. And so my mind's still reeling from my realization that now is all we have. And God is always is in the present.
0: Yeah. yeah. How about Absolutely. you, Chris? Yeah, I think um, for me personally, I, I love to be intentional about um, uh, so several different like, spiritual disciplines, whether it's you know just centering prayer or um, just a, a more uh, transformative way of just reading Scripture rather than just having it for information, Letting it more transform me, you know, and just. But also with just very practical things, and this also ties into uh, the next question of how do we fill, begin filling our lives with truth, Um, and what are some some of God's promises and His truths, even just in Psalm one twenty one. What are some of His promises and His truths that we need to fill our life with today? And what what are his promises and truths we need to fill our life with this week? And, um, you know, I think that we can read it and just like pick one promise. And then keep it simple and pick one promise that sticks out to us. And, and write it down on a note card and put it in your car or put it on your mirror or put it in front of you where you see it day in and day out. And pick that promise and, and for the rest of the week, just put it in front of you wherever that's you're cool. at. That's a great. Idea. Um, you know, even uh, filling with other truths of, um, you know, the, the phone has that that Bible app that does a verse a day. And you can s- schedule it to pop up. And I have it pop up at 6 a.m. So that's like one of the first things I see. That's, cool. that's cool. You know, and just beginning to fill our life with God's truth can be transformative. So,
3: what do you guys yeah. think? I, one thing that came to my mind, and yeah. we started this saying, hey, we need to be intentional about community. And, yeah. and this week, I had a, a brother here from church just give me a call and just remind me. He said, hey, let, let's, let's keep our eyes focused on God. This is an opportunity to minister to people. And so, just getting that encouragement of a phone call of someone just saying, hey. And so, you know, the personal disciplines, but also these community disciplines yeah. of, hey, let, let's pick up the phone, let's text, let's, let's yes. connect. And remind each other who we need to keep our eyes on, and remind that God is working even when it feels like everything's falling apart. God is working. Yeah. And, uh, this this man said, you know, he's he's helping people uh, with their financial matters, and and he's over time over time again, he's able to share the hope of Jesus, uh, and yeah. it's so cool. So yeah, That's great. yeah. I already shared my truth.
2: Yeah, I am who I am. Yeah, yeah. Right, just that God is in the midst of this with us. Yeah. I and mean, like David said in Psalms is chris and tessa sing about that he's the one that created everything yeah right this is just a momentary blip on the radar yeah um and he will
0: withstand it all yeah that's awesome well, hey thank you guys yeah. for yeah. joining in this discussion thank you guys for joining tonight we're actually going to have chris and tessa come uh, back up god and, bless you guys and thank you evan and ben uh we're gonna have chris and Tessa come back up and just lead one more song just to close us out um with worship and in hearing God's truths through song, um, and after they're done uh, playing, I just uh, those the three discussion questions that I just talked with Ben and Evan about are going to be up on your screen all of a sudden. And here's what I would encourage you guys to do: is just stop right now, uh, right after this this song, and with wherever you're at. Um, in your living room to engage in those questions together and ask those honest questions to each other and answer them and respond and if you're by yourself again grab a notebook and journal it uh, write a comment on Facebook with some of your responses let's be in this together um, so they're going to come up on the screen after this this song um, so thanks for joining me again um, so let's just let's just worship worship looking to you and reminding ourselves of your truth and your faithfulness and your goodness and how big you are. And I pray that that would fill our lives. I pray that your truth and your love and your power would fill our hearts, our minds, our emotions, our whole entire lives with you this week and you would bring us that peace. That surpasses our understanding of why do we have peace right now? Because we serve a God who is faithful and who is in love with us. So God, thank you. We lift this up by the power and the strength of Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, thank you for joining us once again. Those discussion questions are going to come up shortly, and we just encourage you guys to engage in those with each other. Have a good night.
1: Love you guys.